0: Oh, there to my heart, to my heart was the blood of, I'm singing, glory to his name,
1: amen, hallelujah, glory, glory, glory to his name, hallelujah, glory to his name, hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Bless your name Jesus. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our scripture is found in Romans 8, and we're just looking at that one verse that everybody probably knows: Romans 8:28. Romans 8:28. That's what our verse is today. If you turn the Bibles there, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Romans 8:28. Hallelujah. The word of God says, "And we know say no, no. That all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Hallelujah. Father, we just bless you right now. We give you all glory, all honor, and all praises. Father, thank you for the word that's about to go forth, O oh God. Father, thank you. Father, open our eyes to see and our ears to hear your word, Father, so that we can walk according to your word, O oh God. Not what we want to do, O God, but walk according to your word and what you say, O God, to follow your commandments, O God. So have your way right now in the name of Jesus. I decrease so that you may increase in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, Father. I bless you, O God. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord. You are my strength and you are my redeemer. And I bless you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Again, Romans 8, 28. And we know, we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Hallelujah. The key word that I want to take from this scripture today is the word no. Know k-n-o-w no no mean to perceive, to discern to be aware of to understand to come to know to discover to learn to become acquainted with i wanted to look at that word no because a lot of times you can know something but When you know something, what are you doing with what you know? What are you doing with that knowledge that you gained? If there is a purpose to be fulfilled, there is only value in knowing something if you act upon it. You can, I mean, you can, if there's a purpose involved and you know about it and you're not doing anything with your knowledge, what good is it? It's just like a person going to college and... Um, They're getting their associates, they get their bachelor's, they get their master's. And then when they get that degree and they get their diploma or whatever, they go home and they just sit down and watch TV and, you know, they don't do anything with the knowledge that they've gained all those years, paying all that money, money going down the drain. But they don't do anything with the knowledge. So you can know a lot. But what do you do with what you know? What do you do with it? So what do we know? From our scripture it says, and we know that all things, not some things, but all things work together for good. All things. So we know that, right? So why is it? Even though we know that all things work together, that when trials come, when things happen in our lives, it's act like we act like we don't know that all things are going to work together for our good. We act like we don't know it. We act like we don't know that God is in control. And that he's already taken care of whatever it is that's going on in our lives. And we know that all things, no matter what it is, maybe at that moment in time, it doesn't look like anything's going to change. But in the long run, when you God knows the future, he knows his plans. He knows what's going to happen in the end. And he's not going to give us any more than we can bear. We know all things. So what does this mean for us? When we know that all things will work for our good, it builds a confidence. If you look to God, it will build a confidence in your life. Build a confidence. Psalm 910 says, those who know, your name, trust in you. For you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. Those who know your name, trust in you. So it's building up a a confidence. If you know that all things are going to work for your good, because God said so, you should have confidence Enough in him to know that you can trust him no matter what you're going through. It may not look like it at that time, but you can have confidence to believe that there is an inheritance. There is an inheritance that he is with us, that he will never leave us, that he loves us. He sees and he cares about every issue of your life. You have the confidence to know that you are not alone. You have the confidence to know that you can depend on God, that he will meet every need. You have the confidence to know that he is a promise keeper. You have the confidence to know that he is a company keeper. You have the confidence to know that his grace and mercy follow you every day of your life. Every day of your life. So knowing is a confidence builder in God. Knowing that he's going to take care of everything. It may not look like it, but he's going to take care of it. We just have to learn how to make the choice to take our hands off of it. We're always we always want to be in control when we know that. If we let God take control of it, there's, there's, you know, there's some times where you may get restless and tired because you're not seeing what the outcome is. But God sees the outcome. So what you have to do is just pray. God, and I've plenty of times, God, it's in your hands. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to worry about it anymore. It's yours. There's nothing I can do about it. Nothing I can do about it. So, God, I'm putting it in your hands. You got it. And then you walk away from it. Listen to some music. Read your Bible. Pray. Give it to God and leave it there. Don't go back picking it up. You put it there. You pray and you put it there. And then you walk away. But some of us, we keep looking back like Lot's wife. You know? Put it down. Leave it there. And let God handle it. But according to our scripture, there is one stipulation. You have to be a beneficiary. You have to be a beneficiary. It says the promises to those that love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. The beneficiary is the called ones, the ones that are living the life that is pleasing and acceptable to God, the ones that are walking in righteousness, the ones that are talking in righteousness, the ones that are living for God. As a beneficiary, you have a reason to rest and be secure in the fact that God is working on you. All things, all things for your good. You can rest assured. The song says, blessed assurance. You have a blessed assurance that God is taking care of it. God is taking care of it. Don't worry about, Ruthie, don't worry about your eyes. God's taking care of it. That's it. He's in control. He's in control. As a beneficiary, there is an eternal purpose that will bring you to the glory with God. It will bring you to glory with God. You have eternal security, knowing that you have eternal life with God as you walk, talk and live in his word. You have eternal security, a blessed assurance, blessed assurance that Jesus is yours. You are his child. You are called out before you were even born. He knew you. He knew you. He knew knew where you would be today. He knew the life that you would live. He knew all about it. You have that blessed assurance in God. Hallelujah. I found this statement on a website called The Answers from the Book. And it says, these precious verses from Romans 8:28 assure us that the Lord has a plan and a purpose for his children, are coming to him in faith. Remember, it has to be about your faith in God, walking, talking, and living by faith. Our coming to him in faith was not an act of random choice. It was by the sovereign hand of God who has a distinct purpose in calling us, predestinating us, and saving us. That's what his purpose is for us. The sovereign hand of God. Purpose in calling us. He predestinated us, knowing us. Beforehand, the scripture even says that all the days were written down for us to save us, to save us, to save us from the sin. He died on the cross. God sent his only begotten son to die for us so that we might have eternal life, eternal life with him. A man who knew no sin took on our sins, our sins yes, yes. and died for us, yes, yes. gave his life for us, suffered, bled and died uh-huh. yes, yes. just to save us, just to save sinful man. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, yes. His purpose in predestinating us and calling us. So we have to live as we are beneficiaries of his love, beneficiaries of his grace, beneficiaries of his mercy. And we know, since you know that all things are going to work out, give it to God. He already has it, as a matter of fact. He's in control. Give it to God. Give it to God. He knows the beginning and the end because he's alpha and omega. He knows the beginning and the end. I want you to keep this scripture in mind. Every time something doesn't look right, you say, and I know, make it personal. And I know that all things work together for my good. That's what you have to do for my good, because I love God and because I am called to his purpose. That's what you have to do from now on when things, things don't look. Remember, the Israelites, they were out there for 40 years. And sometimes it feels like you've been going through for 40 years. But you can't give up because there's a good thing that God has for you at the end. Amen. 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 Let us rest on our feet. Praise him. Yes. Praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. It's good to be in the house of the Lord today. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Today we celebrate our 46th wedding anniversary. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 46 years, hallelujah, hallelujah. A lot of marriages don't last that long today, hallelujah. But we thank God that We've been together for 46 years. Ups and downs, turnarounds, but we're together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we thank God. I thank God for being in this sanctuary today. Hallelujah. I really struggled with this word today because in it within it within the confines of it I'll be talking about myself in some Places, and I really don't like talking about myself, but the word has to hit me first before I can minister to you. So I thank God for this word that we, hallelujah, are saved by the word of our testimony. Our testimony can give someone else encouragement. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to read our scripture again, this time from the NIV version. And it says, it's Isaiah 30, verses 18 through 21. Isaiah 30, 18 through 21. And it says, yet the Lord longs to be gracious to you. Therefore, he will rise up to show you compassion. For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are all who wait for him. People of Zion who live in Jerusalem, you will weep no more. How gracious he will be when you cry for help. As soon as he hears, he will answer you. Although the Lord gives you you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, your teachers will be hidden no more. With your own eyes, you will see him. Whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. This is the way, walk in it. When you turn to the right hand, when you turn to the left, turn and tell somebody, this is the way. Walk in it. Tell them like you mean it. This is the way. Walk in it. Let us pray. Father, we just bless you right now. We give you all glory, honor, and praises. Father, we thank you for this word that's about to go forth in the name of Jesus. Father, touch the ears of your people, O oh God, so that they will hear your word, and Lord, and be changed by the word of God. Touch right now, Lord. Father, I decrease so that you may increase. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Oh, Lord, you are my strength and you are my redeemer. And I bless you, Lord. As I said, my subject this morning is, this is the way. Walk in it. You see a map of the United States before you. When you look at this map, you will see that there are different or many different routes to get to your ultimate destination. You may start from the East Coast and take one route to get to your destination, but if you live on the West Coast, you must take another route to get to that same destination. If you live in another state or country, and want to travel to another place, you must decide which mode of transportation you want to take and which route you need to take in order to get to your destination. During your journey, you may come across obstacles that may get in your way and cause you to take a detour. When driving, that obstacle may be an accident, bad weather, or maybe even a traffic jam. The obstacle may even be a blocked road that's under construction. It may cause you to take a detour and facilitate a delay in getting to your destination. Today, many of us are fortunate to have GPS systems in our car, or if you're tech savvy, you can pull up directions on your phone And maybe hear a voice say, go 3.4 miles and take a left onto Clinton Avenue and your destination is on the right. There are times when using a map or a GPS, we may miss a turn and have to turn back and get back on track. We have to reroute and go back to where we came from to get back on track. You may have missed your turn the first time, but you won't miss it again because you've been in that spot before. God has given us a road map. It's his word, his promises to his children. But there are times when we miss the turn on his road map. We miss opportunities. We miss blessings. We miss what we've been praying for because we don't see what we think we are supposed to see on this road of life. Yes, yes. We pray. And when we don't see the fulfillment of what we've been praying for, we faint while we wait, trying hard to hold on to a waning faith. So we miss the term. We miss the manifestation of what God has already manifested in our lives. We miss that thing that will take us away from the obstacles that are preventing us from reaching our destination. But God says, this is the way, walk in it. What is your ultimate destination? Maybe you've been praying for a healing in your body. We pray and we pray for an answer and struggle to hear. We don't want to feel lost hope. We don't want, to want God to think that our faith in him has been lost. So we cry out in pain. But God said, this is the way. Walk in it. What hinders us from hearing God with clarity? He's trying to tell us which way to go and how to get to our destination, but we can't hear him because of the loud noise around us. We can't hear him because there are too many things distracting us. We only hear the words of people speaking too loudly in our ears. So we cannot hear him. And when we can't hear him, instead we hear those outside voices and miss God's voice. This causes fear to overtake us when we may really be hearing from God. I know too well. I let the stress of not wanting to fail in my faith overcome me. And I let fear keep me in pain for far too long. I prayed and I prayed asking God to remove the pain from my body. I kept looking at the scripture that's boldly imprinted on my wall that says, and we know God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. I went to bed in pain with that scripture and woke up with the same scripture, still in pain. Many days and nights I cried out to the Lord, asking him, How long, God, how long am I going to have to suffer? Many tears were shed. Many screams of pain throughout our home and even in our car. Many times missing events because I didn't want to be out in public and have a pain hit me at the wrong time and then feel embarrassed if I had to scream out in pain. But what does God say? This is the way. Walk in it. Help me say that. This is the way. Walk in it. That was the stress of not wanting to feel Fail in my faith. In my pain, I still believed that God was going to heal me of that infirmity. So I suffered. I went to the doctor, but I still believed God. But watch this. Sometimes we miss what God is trying to do because at times, we misconstrue His word. For example, the Word of God says in Psalm 118, verse 8, it is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. That's where we get stuck. That's where we lose our common sense. We feel that if we look to man, it lessens our faith in God. We forget that God used a donkey to speak to Balaam in the book of Numbers. If he used a donkey, he can surely use anything and anyone. Well, God used Dr. Thomas R. Jackson to speak into my life after getting an MRI. What does God say? This is the way, walk in it. But even after listening to what the doctor had to say, and how he could somehow help me, I took a detour and did it my way. It was mostly out of fear. I let the loud voices of people stop me from hearing God's voice. God says, this is the way, walk in it. But others said, it's going to hurt. It's a great big needle. Don't look at the needle! So for a while, I went my way and took a detour. I got off track. My own GPS took me another way. So I tried CBD oil, CBD cream, black seed oil, turmeric, went to physical therapy, the chiropractor had acupuncture, change my eating, which is a good thing, so inflammation wouldn't build up in my body. I did all of those things trying to help it. And there were some good days when I felt like, oh, yeah, this is working, this is working. But then the next day came and I was jumping off the roof. I had to do it my way. those outside voices had to be silenced. They had to be silenced. After many tears and even stronger pains, a peace came over me and when someone else called me and said to me how painful that the shot would be, I said to her, it can't be any more painful than what I've been going through can't be any more painful than what I've been going through. From that time on, God gave me a peacefulness. When I accepted what needed to be done, fear dissipated. My faith was still intact. I still believed God and I knew that all things work together for good for those that love him and who have been called according to his purpose. God says, this way, walk this way. I went, I got that shot, and it only felt like a little pinch. It didn't even move me. And now I thank God that this is the way I walk in it. This is the way I talk in it. This is the way I live in it. This is the way I breathe in it. This is the way he loves me in it, God said, This is the way. Walk in it. This is the way. We all have a destination that God alone has predestined. Are you there yet? Are you there yet? What destination has God given you and you've taken a detour? You've taken a detour. The Israelites took a detour and ended up in the wilderness for 40 years. What roadblocks are hindering you from getting to your destination of healing, your destination of well-being, your destination of deliverance, your destination of walking in full righteousness, your destination of peace, joy, and happiness? What is hindering you today? Tell somebody, stop taking detours. Stop taking detours. God said, this is the way. Walk in it. Today, hear his voice. Hear his voice and walk in his promises. Let God lead you and guide you to your ultimate destination for your life. Let God lead you. Shut out the loud voices and hear God. He has something to do for you. He has a blessing. All you have to do is reach for that blessing. He has it for you. Are you ready? Is your heart ready like we sang in the song? Is your heart ready? Yes. I had to get ready. Yes. I had to get ready to hear that voice of God saying, This is the way. Walk in it. This is the way. Yes. This is the way. Walk in it. Are you ready to walk in that way? Are you ready to get to your destination? Yes. Are you ready today? Yes. Are you ready? God says, this is the way. Walk in it. Yes. What does he say?
0: This is the way.
1: Let me hear you. This, is the way. this week when you're out and about, remember, God says, this is the way. Walk in it, talk in it, live in it, yes. breathe in it, yes. love in it. Whatever God has for you is for you. Yes. Walk in his word, talk in his word. Yes. This is the way. This is the way to your true righteousness in God. Yes. Let God have his way. Let God have his way. Let God have his way. Hallelujah. 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 Resting on your feet. Hallelujah. Bless your name, Jesus. Hallelujah.
0: Thank you.